Hello, and welcome to Healthy Bites, an all-encompassing podcast about your health from the Audrain County Health Department. Each week, we hope the information you hear on this show from a variety of experts in Audrain County, the state of Missouri, and the world will positively impact your health and your health decisions. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. Now, on with the show with your host, Chris Nubra. Thanks, and welcome to another edition of the Healthy Bites podcast here at the Audrey County Health Department. I'm your host, Chris Nubra, and today we have Mexico Public Safety Director and Chief Susan Rocket. Hi, Susan. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate you coming in to talk about we've got through Halloween, <laughs> which in a small town that can be kind of a, kind of a laborious at times right, to, to right. deal with. But we're now we're moving into the bigger holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I wanted to bring you in today to talk about those holidays and, and, and talk about winter safety as well because we're moving into the winter season. Uh, just how you can how people can keep themselves safe during the holidays. Let's start with, um, let's get it out of the way, winter. Let's, let's talk about winter and, and winter driving and stuff like that. How can, how can a person assure themselves, for the most part, that they're going to have a pretty safe winter? Uh, as far as driving? As far as driving, as yeah. As far as driving, yeah. Uh, slow down first first and foremost yep. uh, slow down make sure that uh, your car is is operable and you have tires are good you know those those kind of things mm-hmm. uh, slowing down not driving distracted uh, put the phone down as well uh, when the snow starts to fall you know be aware of the snow plows going mm-hmm. through and that kind of thing and um, leave Leave time to stop when the roads get icy. Right. And what about the big thing is don't travel if you don't have to. I, you know, and I ask people <laughs> that all the time. If it's that bad, stay at home. Right, you know? right. Uh, plan ahead. You know, we always have the uh, the uh, stereotypic, uh, oh, my gosh, we got to have bread and milk, you know. <laughs> right. Well, you know in advance when it's going to snow. Right. I mean, they, they, they do a good job of keeping us uh, forewarned of that. Right. Uh, and just, you know, making sure you have those kind of things and, and realizing that, you know, you can make it that couple of days because nothing ever around here lasts much longer than that as right. far as getting the roads cleared. What does that do, I mean, uh, winter weather-wise, what does that do to your all's response times? It elongates them, doesn't it? Oh, uh, certainly, you know, because I, we stress slowing down for mm-hmm. the officers as well and um, making sure that uh, the roads that they are traveling on are uh, as, as safe as, as we can make them. And... Um, you know, be judicious in your haste. And if it's not, not a, a call that requires immediate presence, mm-hmm. take your time. Right, right. Um, and, and as far as, you know, if you are traveling, if you, you know, there's some, Mexico is a rural community. They've got, there's some areas that aren't as well-traveled as other areas. So a car could go off a ditch in a ditch and stuff. You could be stuck for a little bit. So what can you do yourself to make sure that you aren't stuck forever? Make sure you have your phone is charged. Okay. It's charged. Have some warm clothes, blankets, uh, extra coats or hats, gloves, that kind of thing in your car when you're traveling. And, um, you know, call for help as soon as you need it. But be aware that you may be sitting there for a while if it's if it's one of those hazardous days and the, the tow trucks are going to a lot of places. And if you're just a slide off, we're not we're probably not going to come and stay with you and get you back on the road right. and stuff because we're going to go to where there's more property damage or, or people injured. Mm-hmm. The calls mm-hmm. are going to take precedence. Right. So, um, yeah. If, if, so I guess the big thing is stay with your vehicle. 
if at all possible. If you if you can, I mean, right. if, if you see right across the road, there's a house, and you could go get warm. Sure, I would certainly take advantage of that. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I would be watching out the window for the tow truck to eventually get there too. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so uh, recovered driving. Let's talk about around the home as far as uh, you know slips and slides around the home. What can you do? to kind of mitigate those as far as like uh, you know, icy steps and stuff like that? You know, shovel your shovel your sidewalk, mm-hmm. shovel your driveways. Um, pace yourself on that because, you know, that's that's an incredible strain on you and you don't realize it because you're not getting as hot as you would in August. Right. Uh, but um, pace yourself, clear your walks and driveways. Uh, there's all kinds of treatment that you can put on there to keep the ice from forming and that thing. But... Uh, you can't walk on it like you ordinarily walking on the beach. You know, sure. be careful. Do the little what is that little penguin? The walk penguin little, shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Like say. it works. <laughs> take care of yourself like that because, uh, yeah, outside injuries and and health emergencies are prevalent. That well, that's way. the thing is, that, you know, people don't re- maybe not realize that you know walking from the house to the car or from the car to the house, and it's cold out. You fall and nobody's around. Right. You you're in a lot more hurt than you are if it's eighty degrees outside, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, what you, what are some of the effects you're looking at? Hypothermia, that stuff. Yeah. The um, you know, if you are one of those people who has to leave for work really early, maybe mm-hmm. before it's even light outside, mm-hmm. and you were to incapacitatingly fall, then yeah, you might be there for a while. And and if you're you're if you're not ready for it or if you're unconscious and can't you know take care of yourself. And, you know, you're go- I have at least one fall getting to the car every year. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, I would say, you know, be careful, be careful, be careful. Yeah, okay. Um, as far as, let's go inside the house now. Um, as, as far as uh, getting winter prepped, um, a big thing, I know it happened to me uh, late last winter, um, carbon monoxide. We had our detector go off, thankfully, at 2.30 in the morning. Called you guys, you guys came over found a pipe it broke so right. we were able to fix it um, right there in the spot that's a big thing though isn't it right the uh, carbon monoxide uh, detectors are are <clears throat> very important because uh, you're not going to have any idea of knowing that that's right. that that's happening uh, your smoke alarms the carbon monoxide alarms those are just vital to have in your house and uh, with uh, does it does it matter on I mean where you put it in the house the carbon monoxide detector does it matter um, you know, there are all kinds of directions on that. And I, right. would, I would hesitate to say without being in your house, right. you know, because okay. it's, you know, the, the patterns of how, where, where things are, where your water heater and that mm-hmm. kind of things mm-hmm. are, but there are, we'll be happy to come out and help you with your smoke alarms and that kind of thing. If you need them and need help getting those placed up. Okay, good. Very good. Uh, and, and you should have a smoke alarm on every level, right? Definitely. What about carbon monoxide? Same thing. Uh, well, you know, it's, it, it's how carbon monoxide travels, so I would okay. definitely do that. Okay, cool. Very good. Um, as far as in, inside the house, again, still um, a big thing is space heaters. Those things, I mean, they're great for out in the shop, you know, and, and when, you're, when you're around them mm-hmm. all the time. Not so good to have them in the house, even when you're awake, right? right. Space heaters and extension cords are the bane of our existence. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, any kind of alternative heat is... Um, is always an issue and little space heaters sitting on the floor uh get you know you're laying on the couch you've got a blanket you or a throw and and the space heater's there and you're all toasty and you decide to get up and do whatever and you throw that throw and it lands mm-hmm. right on top of that space heater mm-hmm. um that's they also there uh, have a very heavy load 
that they're pulling, so they have a tendency to overheat and that kind of thing. Uh, they're usually made as inexpensively as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nightmare of those when I see them hooked to an extension cord as well. Mm-hmm. And extension cords are the absolute worst. What do you mean by the absolute? I mean, as far as, uh, are you talking about the any extension cord? or You know, you go is, and you pay $4 for, you know, a little flimsy extension cord. Right. You plug 17 things up to it, and, you know, it overloads that's it. That's the key. Right. That's, that's the key is not overloading it, right? The extension cord, I look at it as, even though it's got three uh, outlets on it, it's only really good for right. one thing. I would only, I would recommend that. And then them be monitored. You know, right. I wouldn't want to leave anything plugged up to a, an extension cord all the time, sure. especially underneath furniture where it has a tendency to heat up a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, as far as the space heaters, back to the space heaters, they used to not have tip-over shutoffs. Right. Now they do, but there's a lot of those non-tip-over ones still, still in use. Because they last forever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they do. There are some very old space heaters yeah. out there because and, you know you don't use them year round and right. and uh, that kind of thing. So yeah, they do have they have a longer life expectancy than you would expect. So that, that that's my my question there is is make sure that you don't tip it over because Definitely. it might not kick off. Put them on on you know level ground away from everything uh, and a place where you're going to be checking on them often. Yeah, and know? and don't go to bed with them. And don't go to bed with them. <laughs> That's, that goes without saying. Right, exactly, exactly. All right, let's move into, we're, we're talking uh, 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 the holidays here, and we're talking about winter and, and preparation for that and everything, but the holidays that go along with that, let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving uh, as far as uh, there's a big push going on, and uh, that's frying turkeys. Um, oh, frying turkeys are very yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Explain, explain why that's such a danger. Uh, it's so much hot, hot oil. Okay. Uh, that you're dropping, and sometimes people will have the turkey is not even fully defrosted, mm-hmm. and they're dropping it into that. It's going to cause a big splash. Going to cause a lot of yelling, screaming, and running, and knocking things over. Right, will right. happen subsequently. So yeah, turkey turkey fryers are are not that they they're not good not to not to use them, but use them outside in a in a very clear area where there's nothing around them. Right. Don't yeah. Use them in the kitchen. Yeah, and 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 also you know after the meal is over. Expect some indigestion, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tie up nine one one just because you have a tummy ache. <laughs> I guess that's my point. But okay, let's go on to Christmas now. Uh, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, of course, we've got Black Friday right after Thanksgiving, and shopping season really mm-hmm. kicks in. What are some tips you can give people to kind of guard themselves against being a, a victim of robbery? while you're shopping don't leave stuff in the car okay don't don't leave uh anything in the car that someone can look through the window and see and want because if they see it they will want it and um you know so take your stuff with you put Mm -hmm. it lock it in the trunk but don't leave it out where it can be seen through the windows gotcha and best advice so these days the suvs the small suvs they don't have a trunk per se they got a glass Mm so they a blanket good do something yeah do something uh to keep it so that because everybody's everybody's doing their christmas shopping some nefarious right but, right uh everybody, <laughs> everybody's out there looking for for what they can get and don't make yourself you know be a, a victim right right and, and as far as in store what can you do to pr- protect yourself from being from having your you know identity stolen or your money stolen what can what, what are some things you, you can know do? you see people put their purses or their pocketbooks in the cart and then walk away shopping mm-hmm. and that's just a recipe for disaster right. uh, keep your you know get the the over the shoulder sling bags or something like that or or 
carry your billfold in a way that you can keep it in a pocket or something like that. But if you leave your purse sitting out there, you can during especially the holiday season, everybody's out there, right? Uh, and you're you have a greater potential to be a victim and your purse be stolen. What about online? How big of a crime is that becoming as far as you know that that is such a fluid crime. Yeah. And, uh, you know, cr- crime is always the bad guys figure something out, we figure out how to counter it. Then they go on to right. something else. They, uh, you know, adapt and overcome. Right. And with uh, uh, the internet and things like that, it's just as it, the speed has increased exponentially of how quickly they adapt and overcome mm-hmm. and move on to the next to the next crime. And it, and it makes it harder for them for the victim to get their money back or anything like that because they're moving on. Right. Right. And you'll never see those. You know, never those people may be in. Argentina or Lithuania. I mean, we have no idea where they're really at. Be careful on the websites that you shop on. Mm -hmm. And like the post office has said for many years, if it looks too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, you know, keep those things in mind when you're trying to buy things online and and that kind of thing. Be careful where you put your information. Gotcha. Now, as far as back to uh, Halloween, or Halloween, Christmas. <laughs> it's on my mind, Christmas safety in the house. Um, let's talk Christmas trees. Um, there's a big push lately for the last couple of years to go back to a real tree. Mm-hmm. How dangerous is that? Uh, with proper maintenance, they're probably in the middle of the road. Okay. Uh, but you know, if you're one of those people who put your Christmas tree up on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. that tree's going to be very dry by the time Christmas rolls around if you're not maintaining it properly and that kind of thing. So proper maintenance on those Christmas trees, uh, the, the tiny little lights as opposed to those big oh, series lights from right, back in the day. Right, right. You know, just because you've got a, a string of those still left <laughs> around, don't put them on your tree. Right. Because <laughs> uh, they create a lot of, of heat. Right. Um, so the things that like that, Christmas candles, you know, that's another issue. Yep. Uh, very nice and all like that, and everybody likes to see them, but you just can't light one and then run out to the Walmart. I heard something a long time ago, this is years ago, that, that the two biggest fires around Christmas time in the holiday season are unattended cooking and unattended candles. Does that still hold that true? That would hold true. That okay. would definitely be, yeah, that would definitely be the case. So what? You, you, you make sure your candles are out in the open, make sure they're not near any kind of decorations or anything that right. can catch fire? A, a lot of little LED candles okay. that, you know, that don't pose a, a risk as right. well, too, that you might want to consider. But, yeah, um, you know, we will put something on the stove and then uh, walk away to go see <laughs> Grandma or something and forget about it cooking and right. and that dry cooking, and then we've got a problem stuff in the oven. You might want to take this time right now to clean that oven huh. Good in tip. anticipation because uh, – you know, it'll start burning off all those pies you've made all year long. Right, and, right. And um, you'll have a have a smoke incident right there. <laughs> right. Um, as far as, you know, like, um, are there things that you can do to protect as far as, you know, catching an artificial tree on fire? I mean, are there things that you can check when you're, put, when you're putting it up? Always just be careful. You know, the, there are those trees now that you just take out of the box and they have the, the little... The Lights. pre-lits. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, you just don't want to leave that burnt, you know, on all right. night and that kind of thing and, and be out of uh, sight of it so that you can catch it when you can catch it. Right, right. And and, and always make sure you check the wiring coming off of it, those yeah. pre-lits especially. Right. If you have uh, 
had to take electrician's tape and work on that, it's probably time to get a new tree. <laughs> That's probably right. What about outdoor decorations? Uh, same, same, same thing goes with those. Yeah, same thing. You know, we the. Use outdoor lights. Okay. Uh, and that's that's a thing that, that we have seen on occasion is, you know, the, the lights clearly say indoor only, and they short out from getting rained on and that right. kind of thing. So, yeah, <laughs> make sure that you have outdoor only lights. Okay. All right, good. Um, that's, that's a good tip. I didn't think about that. But uh, as far as, uh, uh, you know, you go past Christmas and you go into New Year's, always the same old adage, don't drink and drive, don't right? Don't drink and drive. I mean, what – what are some tips you can use there that that or that you can give there to to make the person stop and think? You know, the first one I always want to give is stay home. But oh, you know yeah. that doesn't gain much traction, right? <laughs> uh, secondly, is uh, you know have a, a designated driver, uh, have non-alcoholic uh, drinks to offer, so mm-hmm. that people still feel festive, but you know they're not having an alcoholic drink. And there and there are always a lot of those advertised, and you can find them on the on the internet at Christmas time, mm-hmm. so that everyone has a, a festive drink. But it's uh, a dry New Year's is fine. Basically, fine. common sense, huh? Yeah, and you know, <laughs> stay to that. Uh, it's a new year. You don't want to start it out in the hospital. That's true. That's at true. Best. <laughs> at best, right? <laughs> Chief, thanks for coming in today. One more. Thing. Oh, well, sure. Go ahead. You got chimneys. Some? Chimneys. Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. Fire go ahead. Places, you know, it's that time of year when everybody wants to throw, you know, some some logs on the fire. Sure. Get that chimney. Get that flue cleaned, and uh, you know, practice a lot of safety on that on those chimneys and fireplaces because they are very dangerous and they're a hazard. What What's the hazard there? Is it the soot buildup? Is that or or is it what What exactly? Yeah, the soot buildup. Uh, Sometimes make sure you've you know you've got it opened up. You know, I've seen people try to start, and then the smoke is mm-hmm. fills up the house, and and the smoke is is dangerous like the fire. Sure, and uh, can cause a lot of of uh, respiratory problems and that kind of thing. But if you get a pro, uh, you know a uh, a professional person out there to clean your chimney and and your fireplace it will it will save you a lot of heartache. Yeah, what is it, what is it called creosote? Is that creosote? Well, that's if you you know yeah if you've been burning pine logs and okay. things like that. Is, is, do you all recommend a certain log to burn or hardwoods? Or hardwoods. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there are a lot of those available. So that they don't have as much creosote or, right. or much much uh, as much Sappy release stuff, sap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff there. I forgot about the fireplaces because we're getting into the cold season. So I appreciate you coming in today, Thank sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate we, it. We appreciate the opportunity. No problem. That is Chief Susan Rocket. She is with the Mexico Public Safety Department. And uh, this is Healthy Bites here at uh, the Alderman County Health Department. And I'm Chris Newbar, your host. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Audrain County Health Department's Healthy Bites podcast. We hope you will join us again next week as we bring you more discussion on health matters affecting Audrain County residents and the world with your host, Chris Newbra. If you liked what you heard here, you can find out more information on our website, myachd.org. That's myachd.org. Thanks for listening. See you next week.